Welcome to the Encouraging Words for Wives podcast, where we focus on talking about all the real things within a marriage that no one likes to talk about and all of the small decisions that we need to make to be the best version of ourselves to enhance our marriages by following biblical teaching. I'm your host, Simone Phillips from London. For more information, visit our website, www.encouragingwordsforwives.com. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm just a woman that's been through some stuff and wanted to create a platform to encourage our wives out there. Hey, welcome to episode five. I can't believe it. We are five episodes in. My goodness. And today I really wanted to discuss the importance of prayer and fasting. Now, story time. I feel like I've always got a story, but story time. I love a bit of story time. But before I get into story time, actually, I hope that everyone's doing well, that you're enjoying the podcast. If you've got any suggestions on different topics that you want us to talk about or discuss, if you have any questions for me as well, actually, please remember to send your questions to info at encouragingwordsforwives.com and we will definitely get back to you and definitely try and get uh, read out your questions or have some of your topics covered over the next few weeks. So let's move on to story time. So, oh gosh, I've been very open <laughs> during this season actually with where I was at mentally and I I believe I did unpack a bit a a bit I would say a bit in episode three so maybe re-listen to episode three and then jump back onto this episode five and I did share in terms of where I was at mentally I haven't gone into too much detail but I have shared I've kind of touched the surface on where I was at mentally And um, a huge, massive part of me coming out. And I knew I was going to cover this in this episode. So that's why I didn't go into detail in episode three was the fact that prayer and fasting was a huge factor and an act that I'd done in getting me out of that space. What I would say is there is power in prayer and fasting Absolutely. And unfortunately, sometimes it does take for you to go through a hard situation in order for you to see that um, the real power in prayer and fasting. And to be honest, I've fasted before, like, you know, like when the church would do like a corporate fast. So then you jump on board. But, you know, I would do it. But I wasn't ever serious. Like my heart, I would do it. Like I would do like a, I don't know, break my fast at say midday. But that's easy. For me personally, I can only speak for myself. Me doing a fast from morning to midday, that's very easy. That's not me coming out of my comfort zone. That's not me stretching me as a, a human being. That's not depriving myself of food. Because I will like fast during that time if I'm working from 8 to 12, I'm busy. Meetings, calls, back to back. 
So that time just goes and then I'll eat food. But I haven't spent time with God. I haven't prayed. I haven't been into my Bible. So that's not really prayer and fasting. That's just fasting from food. So it's very important, actually. That's what I probably will start off now by saying. Very important that when you are being called to do a fast, that you incorporate. How I see it is the time that you are spent eating so whether that's breakfast time, whether that's your lunch time, whether that's preparing dinner, eating dinner, those particular times within the day that you'll be eating, ideally you should be spending that time with God. That's how I see it in my mindset. Obviously, that's just me personally. I'm not saying I'm right. Like I keep saying, I am not claiming to be an expert, but it's just my way of thinking. And also I listen to other sermons on the topic as well. So that helps in terms of just getting my knowledge up on prayer and fasting. So anyway, let me stay on track. So like I said, I had previously fasted before, but I was I would never really take it seriously. I would do it, but I was just like a bit blase about it and not really serious. And I think when you're in a place of desperation, when you need something and you're in a place where only you know that only God can help you, your mum can't help you, your dad can't, your friends, your sister, you know, your husband, whoever, they cannot help you. The only one that can help you is God. Then that's when you probably take it seriously. But I don't want you to get to that place. So hence why I'm doing this podcast, Encouraging Words for Wise, because I don't want you to have to get to a place of desperation. I would love for you to to take on board what I'm saying in order for you to have the skills and be equipped with the right tools from now so that when, you know, calamity does hit, you're already equipped, you know exactly what you're doing. I feel like I'm really going off on a tangent today. I can't stay on topic. I don't know what's happening. Anyway, let me move forward. So talking back to where I was at in October 2021, like I said, I was in a, in a state of desperation. Like I needed God. Only God could help me. And I knew that. I absolutely knew that. I was quite open in terms of my journey. So I was attending a church, amazing church, absolutely fantastic church before. And then I started a new church because I felt that I needed something more deeper, more smaller, more spiritual as well. So the new church that I go, and I, I'm still there now, um, that I attend is, it is smaller, like I said, and we, there's a lot more prayer going on. Like, for example, Fridays is prayer meetings and this new church is heavily, 50% of the service is us praying, you know, we go into deep, deep prayer points and at that time that's exactly what I needed so I remember in November 2021 never forget this literally I felt the Holy Spirit saying to me look I need to do a fast and I was just like oh okay fine I'm going to do this fast fine previously I would do a fast where I would like break it at like three o'clock that was the most I went up to I couldn't do longer than that and this particular fast God was telling me to do a serious 
fast for a week. I think it was five days. Yeah, five, five days, but just a full fast. And I was like going back and forth in my head like, no, I can't do that. How am I going to cope? Like, how am I going to do this? And I remember I took a week off work. I think I know. I think I already had scheduled annual leave that week. And then it just so happened that that week, God was leading me to do the fast on that particular week. So it did help that I wasn't at work. And then also I remember going into a place where God led me to pray literally every three hours. So I remember getting up at three, praying, then again at nine, praying, then again at 12, praying, then 3 p.m., praying, 6 p.m., 9 p.m. So that's what I'd done. And it was a very deep fast, just me and God, me in God's presence and it was serious very very serious and I remember actually and I know that I needed to do this fast because I knew that I needed to hear God's voice clearly on how I should come out of this state and place that I was at and I needed his direction because I think where I was at for years I was just kind of blase going with the flow didn't really have a relationship with Christ and I've you know I've been quite open and honest in my previous episodes about that I knew that I needed to draw near to him and I knew that this was the only way absolutely I knew that this was this was the only way and I was scared I was thinking how am I going to do this it was a lot there was a lot going on in my head but I thought right okay I'm going to do it so I'd done it And I remember I had zero distractions. So even with my phone, I would pull it a lot on airplane mode as well. Because I found as well, actually, and this is the the enemy is a liar, you know. Oh, my gosh. When I'm telling you, the enemy is actually a liar. I used to remember when I used to go and pray, then my phone would be popping off, ringing, pure texts coming through, WhatsApps, all of these notifications. So I remember I used to put my phone on airplane mode a lot of the time. And I've said this in previous episodes as well. I came completely off of Instagram as well. I wasn't on the socials, which definitely helped. During this fast as well, I remember I didn't, I wasn't watching any TV. It was just literally me and Christ, me and God. His words, his presence, that that was me. But I always remember this particular fast because God really um, showed himself to me. I remember. And I never forget this. So I remember, I think it was a Thursday. It was a Thursday. And I had a friend that, we were close and we kind of like drifted. We drifted apart over just, you know, like life just gets in the way. So we drifted a bit and we kept calling each other. Like, let's just say once a month, but we'll miss each other, miss each other's calls and send a text. And then, you know, when you receive a text from someone and then, you, then you're like, right, I'm going to call that person or text that person back. And then you just forget one of those. And I remember it was a Thursday And we just kept missing, like for months, I'm talking a good nine months, we kept missing each other. And then I remember it was a first, like I said, it was a Thursday, it was cold. But the sun was beautiful, beautiful blue skies. 
And then I jumped in my car because I needed a picture of Canary Wharf skyline for my website, not for encouraging words for wives, for my other business that I have. And I went to, where did I go to? Greenwich Park. Yes, I went to Greenwich Park and I parked my car and I took photos. And it, it was, I cannot even explain it, but I jumped back in my car and then God led me to like round the back of the O2. And now I've never been to this particular place in my life. I didn't even know this place existed. So I don't know if you know round, you know where the O2 is. And then you've got the, is it the Continental? Is it the o the Continental Hotel? Well, there's a hotel anyway. Round there, there's like a barrier. And it's all open where you've got a beautiful view of the Canary Wolf buildings. Literally, the Holy Spirit led me there to take the photo for my website. And I never forget that because I don't, and I know it was God and I know it was the Holy Spirit because I would have never, I never knew that existed. So it had to be God guiding me and leading me. And I was just like, oh my God gosh I can't believe this amazing picture and it's still on my website now so if you go to my website what is my website www.buildyourvision.co.uk you will see that photo that photo was taken on that day let me tell you the power of God those people that think there's not a God I'm t he guided me also connected to that so I remember when I was driving back my friend that we kept missing each other for months I'm talking over nine months I think, did I call her or she? No, I think she called me and we had the best conversation. And I was like, Lord, you're just too awesome. Like he showed himself up to me during that fast, honestly. And I'm just, ah, uh, I've just got goosebumps just talking about it and, and the excitement just talking about God's mercy and God's grace. Honestly, I remember it. It was so sharp, you know, so, so clear. And he showed up to me in other ways as well during that fast. But those two points is definitely something that I remember related to that fast. So when you are fasting, it's important that we put our focus in him. Because like how with the whole, and I know it might must sound like a whole small thing, but honestly, to me, it was a big deal, that whole picture thing. He led me. God will lead you. I'm telling you. I am telling you, I am proof in the pudding, but you need to be obedient and you need to listen. And this is where a lot of people go wrong. It's almost like you have to silence the noise. You have to silence things like the TV, social media, even when you're at work, not to indulge in certain conversations. That if someone's being talking about someone else behind their back or whatever, malicious talk, you can't indulge in that type of conversation. You need everything to be pure because you need to be able to hear when God is talking to you. Because God, when God speaks to you, it's not like a roar, like rah, it's not like a loud roaring, it's a quiet voice. But you need to be still and you need to be quiet and you need to be humble enough to hear him. But how can you hear him if you're running up and down, going here, going here, doing this, doing that? You're not going to be able to hear his voice. And that's where a lot of people are going wrong. So like I said, you need to be obedient and listen. God will also in a fast, if you pray about it, and also the Bible talks about you have not because you've asked not. 
So it's very important that we ask God for things. So you might want to ask God, Lord, help me in this particular area with my husband. Or you might ask God to help you in or to reveal to you areas that you need to pray for, for your husband, you know, and he will reveal that to you. And again, it's about you and God. God will tell you about the areas that he needs you to pray for, for your husband. And you keep that between you and God. You don't need to go telling your husband, oh, the Lord said to me, I need to pray about this because of this. No, keep that between you and God, unless he tells you otherwise. It's vital as wives as well that we go into a place of prayer and fasting. So like I keep saying, don't wait until things go wrong within your marriage. Pray and fast and adopt this now. Adopt this like this way of living now so that when hard times come, you are already equipped. There's no point in not knowing how to pray, not knowing how to fast. And then when some disaster happens or something happens, whether that's personally, whether that's in your marriage, then you're learning how to fast. No, get to a point where you're practicing this so that when, because I'm not being funny, it's life. We all go through highs. We all go through lows. It is life. It happens to all of us. We're going to go through high seasons where everything's amazing. We're going to go through seasons where things are just on a flat road and we're coasting. And then we're going to go through low seasons. Everyone, no matter what religion you are, no matter what faith you are no matter what you do no matter who you are we always human beings go through highs in life and lows in life but what I'm saying to you is even in the highs still pray and fast when you're coasting still pray and fast so that when the lows come you already have the equipment you already have the tools you already know what to do to go into that place to speak to that mountain that's literally what we're here to do why wait it doesn't make sense ladies equip yourself from now like I keep saying so that when that time comes you know exactly what to do you've got your strategy boom you roll with it and remember I'm here to encourage you I've been there I've been that person that's you know when I hit that rock bottom I had to go and learn to pray on fast I had to do that learn and I will probably say even when I was praying and fasting when, when I really reflect back on it if I'm honest and completely transparent with you I would probably say the whole of 2020 like ending of 2021 the whole of 2022 I was still learning because you make mistakes like I've been there when I'm on a fast and then I break I'm like no I can't I can't wait until six I can't let me just have a little bit of a chocolate and then repent and be like, Lord, I'm sorry. I've been there. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to jump on air and act like I'm perfect because I'm not. I have been there. I've been there when the Lord has specifically said to me, get up at 5am and pray. And there's days where I get up at 5am out my bed, go into the, my prayer closet and I will pray. Oh, actually, oh, yes, I must remember to reference this film, actually. Yeah, I remember going into the prayer closet and praying. But there's days I'll get up at five, the alarm will go off. And then I'll pray in bed. And then next minute, it's 6.30. Because I dropped to sleep. <laughs> I'm just being, it's 
not it's not funny <laughs> it's not funny but it's funny but I've been there so I'm not gonna sit and jump on air and pretend that I or act like I'm perfect because I'm not I'm on this journey too like on I slip up I mess up I'm not perfect I've done it so but I'm just here to encourage you you know because all of this stuff I'm learning on my own I've had to learn slip up drop mess up jump back on that's my motto in life. Yes, I'm going to drop off. Yes, I might slip up and I might drop off, but I'm not going to stay down. I'm going to dust my shoulders off and jump right back on board. And that's what life's about. That's what it's about. That's what this journey is about. You slip off, you jump back up. It's fine. It's fine. God still loves you. It is what it is. You know, you just move forward. But yes, even if you start from somewhere where you might decide to fast like once a month and you might want to do to midday and then the second month you might want to push it to three o'clock and then the following month you push it to 6pm and then you could even get to a point where you're fasting for 24 hours. But start somewhere. That's my encouragement. As wives, we have to be equipped. We have to stand for our marriages and we can't stand for our marriages if we're on this mediocre vibe. And you know what, wives? There's a film that I watched, War Room. Oh my gosh, fantastic film. Ladies, please watch this film. When it talks about lukewarm, there's a part and there's a scene where the woman offers the lady a tea and then she says, how do you, you know, she makes the lady the tea and then she's asking her about her walk with Christ. Like, where are you with your relationship with Christ? And then she drinks the tea. You know what? I'm not even going to spoil it. I'm not even going to spoil it, but just watch it. You can download it on, I think I watched it on Amazon. If you've got Amazon Prime, War Room. The War, I think it's The War Room or War Room with Priscilla Shire. Her name is Tony Evans' daughter. Absolute fantastic film. Please watch it. Take notes. Brilliant, brilliant, fantastic film. Like, ah, one of my favourite films, honestly. It's a fantastic film. Right, so the verse of the week is from Matthew chapter 16 verse 18 and it says so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will will reward you I love this verse and the reason why I love it is because it's so true when you're going into a fast you don't need to broadcast it you don't need to tell your workmates like uh, like you know them ones where you're at work and then someone would be like oh let's go to lunch together oh no and then you're like oh no I can't I'm fasting no one doesn't need to know but I used to make that mistake you know I used to be like oh no I can't I'm fasting when I first started to fast and this is what I'm saying as you do this the more you fast and the more you read the more you research you watch sermons on it you will know right this is how you fast if you're not already doing that already I remember I used to do oh no I'm fasting oh no I can't I'm fasting absolutely no it's between you and God yeah it's between you and Christ and I just love that verse because 
it just shows that, you know, whatever we do in secret, God will, he will reward us. So he will reward you in your marriage. He will reward you with your husband, you know. And I think that's just so comforting knowing that he will reward us. So, you know, what we are sowing in terms of prayer and fasting, it's not in vain. God sees it and he will reward us. And I love that. I absolutely love that. I think that's so powerful. So then with all of that said, for an effective fast, I've put together a few points. So number one, get the knowledge. You can't start something without having knowledge and insight. Read the word of God. The word talks about fasting. Watch YouTube sermons. There's one in particular, Dr. Miles Monroe. Type it in on YouTube, search fasting, Dr. Miles Monroe. And there is a great, really, really good video on what you can do to have an effective fast. That, you know, that sermon really did help me. So set yourself up for success. Just like doing your driving, you would never just do your driving test. You would obviously need to do your research, practice before you take the test, right? Same with this. You have to do your research and not get that knowledge and insight before you start a fast. Two, prepare your mind. You need to mentally prepare for your fast a few weeks before just so that you're mentally ready. It's just like doing a diet, right? You don't just wake up in the morning and say, right, I'm going to do a diet. No, you pl- mentally, you plan your meals. So for, for example, if you're going to do no carbs, you would plan your meals before, do your food shopping to make sure that you've got the right equipment and the food in your house so that you are not um, cheating yourself. You have to mentally prepare yourself for doing a fast. Three, write down a list of things, like three to five areas where you need to see God's hand move within your situation. Number four, inform your husband that you are going on a fast. Other than God and your husband, no one needs to know that you're doing a fast unless you are doing it with a friend, for example. I've done that from time to time where me and a couple of girls would get together. But inform your, if you're doing it on your own, obviously inform your husband that you're going into a fast. And the Bible talks about that as well. Five, stay committed to what you have said you are going to do. And what I mean by that is, let's just say you've said to, you've spoken to God, you, you know, the Holy Spirit is leading you to do a fast. The Holy Spirit is leading you to do a 6am to 6pm fast. Try your best to stick to it and not to um, break it earlier. Now, I will never come on here and tell you that I haven't ever broken a fast. I have. I'm going to be real. I have. But I prayed, I repented and I jumped back on. God's not going to punish you for that. However, just try your best to stay committed to what you've agreed with Christ, with God, because I think that's very important. Lastly, remember the devil will come and try and attack you. So do not be alarmed if all hell breaks loose. That's normal. And also you need to remember that Jesus went through the wilderness and the devil came to tempt him three times. If the enemy can tempt Jesus, the enemy will, of course, tempt you. So you have to be on form. And when I mean the enemy, he ain't the enemy is not no red horns in your face. He comes very sneakily and slyly through other people, you know, other situations and other people. So you need to be very aware of that. 
he will come. Trust me. I even had that situation this week where the enemy tried it. And then in the moment, I was like all angry about it. I was like all tense and angry and then went and prayed. And then I was like, oh, Lord, yes, it's the enemy. Okay, let me be wiser. Let me put on the full armor of God today. Right. Okay, Lord, thank you. And you put on your armor of God and you go. You go again. Remember, when you're entering prayer and fasting, you're entering warfare. And if you don't know what warfare is, again, go and research it. Research before you do any of this stuff. Prayer and fasting has to go hand in hand. You know, you can't just focus on not eating and then don't pray. And then you can't, because really and truly, that's just a diet. You're dieting or you're just starving yourself. You, the two go hand in hand. So how I see it is the time that you spend preparing food is the time that you go into prayer. So for example, your lunch break, let's just say every day at lunch, you go for your lunch at 1 p.m. Instead of, you know, you might go to prayer or you might bring in food from home if you're working in the office, if you're working remotely, then you grab yourself, make yourself something to eat or order in or however you have your lunch. You are dedicating and carving out that hour to sit in God's presence and to meditate on his word and to do Bible study, to do fellowship, worship, go into a place of worship. However you want to spend your time with Christ and God, that's what you do. You spend that hour doing that. And then obviously you carve out other time to spend spend with Christ. But prayer and fasting go hand in hand. You can't just do the prayer and then not do the fasting part or just do the fasting and not the prayer part. You have to do both at the same time. And then lastly, remember to read the word of God. And I've said this from time to time. Remember to read the word of God. And you may even decide that you want to pray every three hours and set yourself an alarm because that... I've said this before, that's what really helped me to really go into prayer, which was setting that time aside to pray and being intentional. And that's what it's about. It's about being intentional. When you decide to go into a place of prayer and fasting, you are being intentional. You are saying to God, look, I want your attention. I want your presence. I want to hear you. I want to hear what you're telling me. Because God doesn't speak to us by shouting. He whispers, he whispers to us. But how can we hear him if we're too caught up with our everyday? It just doesn't make sense. So as Christians and Christ followers, we have to carve out that time to ensure that we are hearing from God, especially with big decisions. Like if you are about to make a big decision, you need to go into a place of prayer and fasting to make sure that we're aligning our will with God's will, you know, and for his will to be done. And trust me, he will direct you and you will hear him. And when God speaks, you will hear him very, very, very clearly, you know. And even if it's a decision where in your heart, you're like, yep, Lord, this is what I want to do. God will put for a spanner in the works and be like, right, no, I don't want you to do this. I want you to do that. And you have to really trust him. And that's the hard part trusting in him when you can't see a way out of your situation that part is the hard part but that's where God wants us to be in a place where we can't see the next step but we trust that he has our back and in order for that trust to be built we have to stay and be in his presence and know and understand the word of God so that's pretty much it from me today so I hope you have a good one 
If you also have any suggestions or ideas that you would like to see featured on the podcast, I welcome your input. Please send this to info at encouragingwordsforwives.com. Let's keep the conversation going and connect with me on all social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram, I'm on TikTok and on Twitter. Be sure to go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify and wherever else you are listening to your podcast. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm excited. I'm so excited for this journey and I really pray that you all have a blessed week and take care.